Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 196 of the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, May 26, 2020. So I have to say, mm. when it comes up again, I'm probably not re-upping on the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. It, uh, I think they're going to raise the price of it, and uh, so that website's probably going, going away here. How much okay. is it? Um, I, I haven't got the actual bill yet, but um, I just did the taxes, and, you know, it always makes me look at the finances and go, eh, I'm not really sure that joke's worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you, can you sell it? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I certainly don't know. You but know anyway, the I, moment you drop that shit, something's going to happen called Soaring Eagles of Freedom, and you could have made a bundle on it. I know. Yeah, yeah some, some sort of Some sort of anti-mask group. Oh. <laughs> is going to take that. All these blue state governors oppressing them. <laughs> well, maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we should actually sell it. We'll, you know, um, we can, you know, talk about it on on the on the internet and do a, a campaign of the soaring eagles eagles of freedom. The, the, the coveted website is going to be available soon. Just p- place your bid now. <laughs> Jeff Jeff just said he'll buy it. Yeah, but he'll just give us list price. We want profit. <laughs> <laughs> we want to gouge someone. Uh, well, I'm you, saying, you, you I'm would, saying in reality, Jeff wants to buy. It. <laughs> yeah, okay. You would think that you know all these Republican groups with the uh, the conservative groups with the fake names, Soaring Eagles of Freedom, would be on their list. Exactly. But. Yeah. All right. Well, I get. I'm going to get back on the script here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm your host. My name is Ray, and along with me are I'm Karen. I'm drinking water, but I'm also Jared. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can go to patreon.com and uh, sign up on our webpage and you can chat with us directly as we record on Discord on Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Or if you can't do that, you could still post something to our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, uh, I was going to try and pick something out of the list. Uh, we'll be talking about the winner of the Templeton Prize. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. I, I really wasn't, but... Uh, nope. Mm-mm. But we'll get into that later. First, I wasn't sure I was going to include this, but it got a lot of, of views and social media and stuff, so I figured, why not? The woman... Amy Cooper, who called out an African-American uh, and said that uh, she w- she was being threatened by him in public uh, over her dog not being on a leash. I don't know if you guys have all seen this story. How could you not? Mm. <laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll start from the beginning. There's, there's two of them. They were in this park. That was, it's, I think it's specific for bird watching. She did not have her dog on a leash. There's a black guy who said, hey, lady, could you could you put your dog on a leash? Like, there's signs up everywhere, which well, also the clearly do- are. The dog was, like, jumping around, and she was, like, collar choking it. Mm. it was, she said, the dog needs his exercise, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do that. And the guy said, well, you can do what you want, but then I can do what I want, and you're probably not going to like it. And he, like, bent down and started to call the dog over like he was going to give it a treat. So he was going to get the dog and put it on a leash, is what he said his intent was. And she flipped out and started yelling at him, saying that uh, he was threatening her. And she she grabbed the dog by the collar so that it wouldn't, you know, leave her side. And yeah, is choking the dog. Like, clearly, uh, the dog is in distress. 
uh, by the, so he started filming is the reason we, we know exactly what happened. And so she threatened to call the police. He said, please call the police. Go, go right ahead. She did. She called 911, sounded hysterical at the time. The police came. I don't know what the, the police did on the scene, actually. I guess I'm missing that part of the story. But they, they found that no law was being broken. This guy hadn't done anything because he hadn't done anything. Mm. And she has since lost her dog. Uh, the rescue place that she got the dog from contacted her. And uh, she had to return the dog because she was choking, choking. it mm. in the video. Uh, she has lost her job at a financial, what was it? Some sort of investment group? Yeah, Franklin Templeton. Administrative leave. Nope. Wait, what? Well, I heard she got fired. Right. The article says she was just on administrative leave, but maybe she's been no, subsequently be. fired. Mm-hmm. Oh, now she's fired. So okay. her, her whole life got turned upside down because she thought there was a black guy and he was threatening her. Well, uh, mm, I think I, more than that, I think she was um, pissed off at somebody and she knew as a, a, a white woman that she could call 911 and get him in a lot of trouble. Well- I never heard the part about what you just said, Ray, where he said, you're not going to like what I do. That's right, Zoe. <laughs> um, not to say that, that that was right, but is this really worth ruining her whole fucking life over? Which part? The not obeying the the dog laws? No, because she's abusing, she, no, the abusing 911 or... She, she's the one that escalated it. I'm not saying that she's in the right. Oh, okay. She's a, she's a stupid bitch, <laughs> but to get fired... I, I can't control the choices she made. I'm sorry, mm. but you think you think that's a worthy thing to happen to her? You think that that's that's right? She should got fired. I don't know what she does for a job, so I don't know how it correlates. So I find it a little odd. Franklin Templeton tweeted out: "We take these matters very seriously. We do not condone racism of any kind. While we are in the process of investigating, the employee involved has been put on administrative leave." Okay. Mm. Well. I mean, people, I mean, I don't, she, this was in Central Park, so I don't know if, um... Yeah, if she did this at her job, that would be totally understanding of this. <laughs> yeah, but if, if it's a if it's an at-will state, they can fire her for whatever the hell they want to fire I'm her for. I'm not saying she's got legal action, I'm just saying, like, mm. I mean, like, it would, it's... yeah, she's a fucking asshole, but I don't know. Well, it, it's... Ruin, it, ruin her whole life, I mean, now she's out of work. Yeah, but she acted reprehensibly, and she's representing her company. I mean, uh, no, she's not. She's off work. Yeah, but the the because of the way she behaved and and uh, she got herself on. She saw she was being videotaped. I mean, he was not secretive about you know put, put, bringing up his camera or cell phone camera. Yeah, she was very upset that uh, he was filming her. She kept mentioning that to the nine one one person that there was an African American with his camera recording her. I don't know what nine one one is supposed to do about that. Yeah. You can record anyone in public. Part of being in public. I'm not. I'm not saying she's a smart cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Grinch. Uh, Grinch did follow up. Uh, there's another thing from Franklin Templeton that's outside of this article. Following their internal review, uh, we have made the decision to terminate the employee involved effective immediately because they are not going to tolerate racism of any kind. I don't, I don't know. I just think that she's pretty much an awful person. Like. Mm. There yeah. is no reason for her to escalate things the way she did. All she had to do was follow the rules. Which were for the posted. record, I am not. I am not condoning any of her activities. I just want to put that out there. I mean, her, her statements were racist. Um, she, when she called the police, she implied that he was doing more to her than he was. At that point, all he was doing is recording her. I don't know. I just felt like the guy could have. I don't know. 
just been like, whatever, you're a dumb bitch, you know, and just walked it off. And like, I don't know. I mean, is this going to make her any less racist? Or I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I, you, you really think so? You think this is going to make her less racist or more racist? So are you suggesting no, 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 that no. you should have just eaten it? No, no, no. And just no, no. walked on those... So you just said that that's And let me fucking finish before you start putting words in my mouth. <laughs> okay. All right. First of all, go ahead. So you think that she's going to walk out of this situation and go, wow, I'm a real jerk. I should be. Or do you think she'll just keep her mouth shut and still be a racist? She has since apologized and said of that. Of course she apologized. I'm not saying that <laughs> she's apologizing because yeah. she doesn't want to lose her fucking job and be a pariah on the Internet. Well, unless people are challenged in their beliefs, they're not going to change their beliefs. She was challenged, and hopefully she's learned a lesson. She wasn't going to learn the lesson any other way. I mean, clearly her life has been, the pattern of her life brought her to this place where she thought that was an appropriate response to him asking her to put the leash on her dog that was required by the rules. This is all on her. I don't know. I feel a public shaming would have been better. Now, the more I'm thinking about the job thing, I don't know. I understand that they're prob- they probably don't really honestly give a shit, to no, be they honest with the, you. They don't want the bad publicity. They don't want the b- bad publicity. So I agree. But, I mean, to, I, mean to, I, I feel the best way to disarm a person like this, in most cases, with something this like this, is to make fun of them and shame them. Like, I mean, I don't know. Is this guy sitting at home feeling proud of himself that he destroyed her life? She destroyed her life. He didn't do it. No, I'm saying that he put that information out there. I know it's not on him. I'm just saying, like, do you think he feels, do you think he's happy? I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't have anything to base that about, on. About the, about the consequences that about, about what happened to her, that she lost her job. Doubtful. You don't think he's happy about it? I don't think so. Probably not. Do you think he, I think, do you think, I think he, a more he, ideal situation for him would have been that if he would have been treated respectfully by a stranger in public. Mm. I think my, my, uh, the other thing is, she, I think she put his life in danger a little bit with all the people being killed. All of the the people, any African American cops show up. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got. I don't don't have anything on this story, but the guy just recently was killed by a cop because the cop kneeled down on his neck for at least five minutes and another. I can't. From I, I can't. I can't breathe. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, she put his life in danger. I don't know. I whether or not he feels I mean, happy about that, it, I, I, mean, I can't say. But that's. I mean, just. I mean. Yes, he's got a higher percentage of getting hurt by a cop, but that's really speculation as far as what could have happened. Well, this is, there's a statistical... Right, I just said, percentage-wise, yes, I understand that. Well, I think that was what she was trying to... My point, back in the beginning, is um, that's what specifically she was trying to do. She was trying to get him to back off by threatening him with the police. That's a sad... I, yeah, I agree. I agree that everything she did was dumb <laughs> and mean and hurtful. So she shouldn't suffer any consequences? Mm, not like those, I don't think. Specifically the job is what you're... Kind of. Like, what should she do now? Should she ever have a job? Where could she go? Sure. Where could she go work, Ian? You te- <laughs> I don't know. You just, you're telling me... qualifications she has. No, you're telling... But she can't work where she's working now, is what you're saying. Uh, they fired her, so no. <laughs> right. They but, won't hire her back. But Ian, you're okay, you're okay with that? With her being fired by that company for being a racist? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what can she do? I don't. What does what does what, Templeton what, do what, again? What would be acceptable? I don't. I don't know what Templeton does. What kind of organization is that again? Financial, some sort. Probably get a different job in in a financial institute that isn't. I'm sorry, I don't remember what the name of her old company is. Templeton. Templeton. <laughs> Franklin Templeton. Yes. 
That sounds like a, I heard that earlier in the show. Yeah. There was the uh, Templeton yeah. Award, and now this. Are they connected, yeah. right? Yeah. Is, this the like, is this the award? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're related. <laughs> I, I, I feel like if she were to apply for another job in the financial sector, there is a fair chance she would get one. Yeah. And can they fire her for being a racist? Yes. Yes. So the every so, so let's try to say, where does she go? What if this follows her around? What if she walks in? You're like, oh my god, you're that racist bitch. Go work at a convenience store now. Sure. Boy, you people are <laughs> fucking cold sometimes. No. Yeah, I just don't feel that that. Uh, I think Jeff said it earlier. Stupid. Uh, oh, I can't remember how he says it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do stupid things, win stupid prizes. There <laughs> you go. That's what it is. I don't know. I, first of all, I just. I, in a way, I just don't feel like this helps the problem. I'm not saying, like, well, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think this is going to make her less racist. But maybe. And, it, I'm, not, and maybe, I'm not saying, like, there should be no consequences or, you know, or someone in her company should be like, you know, you got a fucking problem and we need to work or, or whatever. But something tells me that this, she's not going home and being more sympathetic to black people concerning what happened to her. Yeah, but maybe she won't so, try to do something like this again, and maybe somebody else won't try to she, do the same thing. She she probably won't, Karen, but well, she's still probably going to be a racist. Well, you can't help what people have inside their heads, but you can try to have consequences for the things they spout out of their face holes. Yeah, maybe that's my problem, is I'm looking at a bigger issue here, and I'm just like, why is she racist? What, what you know, I would ra- I'd rather there be no racist than racists just keep their mouth shut, because they keep their mouth shut for eight years. Then you get like a Donald Trump and they're like, oh, I don't need to be racist anymore. Or, or I can be racist now. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Well, that, I mean, that's a whole you're, other you're, conversation. That, I know, but does that make sense what I'm saying? Half the battle is getting people to pretend that they're not what they are. If you can get them to pretend that they're not racist, sometimes the racism just goes away. Hmm. I guess that's a way of looking at it. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, it, it's like the, the old adage, you know, dress for the job you want. If you pretend to be something that you're not, you tend to become that person. I guess because I'm looking at it like everyone's like, wow, we have a black president now. I guess racism's over in America. <laughs> well, and, that was always dumb, and, but. <laughs> and right. But like there were like when Obama was president, there wasn't a spike in hate crimes. Right. So so in a way, I was kind of like, wow, maybe, you know, we are getting pretty progressive. But it turns out these people were just keeping their mouth shut. Biding their time, sure. And we, yeah, yeah, and, we were, and I'm just like, shit! <laughs> well, right now, people have license to be jackasses, and this woman took that license and ran with it, and she pays paying the consequences now. And on that note, she'll be in the White House any day. <laughs> no, that is a distinct possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She could be hired to do some White House financial she, services. There she'll be the, there she's going to be the new press secretary. <laughs> Are you kidding? Kaylee well, McEnany is great. Sorry. <laughs> so oh, I boy. wasn't even going to include this story. What a what a dumb idea that would have been. <laughs> well, leave it leave it to me to go against the grain with you three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I, I just didn't know where we were where we were bristling and and what what solution we were working towards. So that I just I felt lost. I don't I don't think that her racism should be tolerated in any way, and it wasn't, and I don't see an issue with that. I well aware of that that's your position, <laughs> right? <laughs> You've made that clear, right? And but the the counter to that is is totally unclear to me. Well, the counter to that was I don't know. It it the the conclusion was I would like to solve racism at its core. I I don't know how to do that. Mm, much bigger well, problem. Uh, like 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 I said, I think I was looking at a bigger picture. 
There is no, I'm not, I didn't bring this up. So I had the, I'm not telling you I have the answer. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what you want but from me. Like, like <laughs> I asked you I guys have opinion. The, I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer, but I'm sure you're wrong. <laughs> Seems hard for me to swallow. Well, accept it. Cause th- that's the world we live in, buddy. Nothing's, you're, you, you live in a very black and white world, my friend. Can you agree on that? There are no. Black, really? No. I feel like, really? I feel like you with Ian, there are no shades of gray. It is black. Oh, there's tons of shades of gray. Okay. Well, in tons this, of shades in this of gray. area, you, there doesn't seem to be any shades of gray. Every correct. Yeah. When it comes to this, this is pretty, this is pretty clear cut. For me, there's shades of gray in this. Only in the consequences of what happened to her, not in what she did. And what she did was completely racist. She is a piece of shit. <laughs> Let's get that straight. I agree. I, I so see that again. It, now we're we're traveling down the same road. Is it and I'm, the idea? I'm looking for that, the fork in the road. That she is getting the social backlash that's causing most of her problems. Like I, I think if this hadn't been, if Twitter didn't exist, if this hadn't been tweeted, if it hadn't been publicized on social media. It would like nobody would have ever heard about it. Maybe she would have, you know, been put straight by the cops. Maybe not. Is it the social justice warrior kind of stuff that has, uh, you know, that you don't like? No, I just. Oh my god, I can't believe this is still going on. <laughs> okay. I just feel like her life is probably ruined for at least a little while. She probably has no income coming in. She's pretty well known. If she ever goes to another job. To apply, and it comes out and be like, hey, you know, that woman you just hired, that's the one that called the cops. And, oh, he, she is? Get her out of here. I don't know if the punishment is equal to the crime that she committed. That's it. Okay. You, But that's the thing. That's why I feel like it's very, you're like, nope, she's a racist piece of shit. Her life should be destroyed. And I'm kind of like, she's a racist piece of shit. But, I mean, well, it's not like she tried to hang the guy. She did something awful, and there should be consequences for what she did, like a public shaming, made fun of on night show, you know, whatever. Loss of friends, but I don't know. If she, if this woman were living on the street, would you guys be happy? Of course would you not. be like, yeah, you're be, would you be like, that fits? Yeah, that fits. She should be living on the street. The, the problem is, is that the, the consequences that you bear for doing things like this are variable. So if you don't do things like this, you won't risk the consequences. I mean, she might have. Who knows? In in another you know parallel universe, she worked for a company that that accepted racism, and there would not have been any consequences for her. But she happened to work for an organization that did had a you know zero tolerance policy. So those are the consequences right. if that she, she if, if she if she was the financial officer for Breitbart, yeah, she'd be fine. <laughs> they'd be like, no problem. Yeah. No, I'm would, back to work. Well, it's I, just yeah, it's you're probably right. Yeah, the consequences right. are roll the dice. But I'm just saying, you're all comfortable with this. And I'm like, and all I'm thinking is, what if she becomes homeless? What if the cops show up and gun down this guy who asked her to put the leash on, since we're going to throw some what ifs out there? So, okay. So she calls the cops. We still, still, let me finish. She still got the video, right? The cops come shoot the guy and kill him. Because, Because she says on the phone, this very large black man is threatening me, which is what she said. Ooh. Well, she she did say African American. But sorry, right. <laughs> that, that is he has a phone. That phone could look a lot like a gun. The police could feel like their lives are in danger and just open fire. No, you don't need the, you don't need to find reasons for why you got shot. I'm all right with that. <laughs> uh, oof, that that's was a the, that's the game that, that she that, was playing, though. That's well, yeah. I mean, that's a different story. That's a different story. So, so if, now, if, now, I just, if I find that she is homeless and in the streets, then I will also concede that that is a different story. 
and I will support her GoFundMe to get her back into work. Oh, I didn't say you had to go that fucking far. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel a little bad that I saw her in the okay, streets. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. Okay, so, I mean, I'm taking it based on what happened. You know, if the guy got shot, it would be a completely different story, and I would probably feel a completely different way. But her behavior... I, I, I agree, and if it, I, I will always oppose her behavior, but if I find out that six months from now... That she is, you know, homeless, living in a shelter, and her life is completely ruined, and she'll never be able to work again. I will also feel differently. I will say, that's too bad. I don't think... All right, I think we reached an agreement, then. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, as it is right now, I, I think I think her consequences bared appropriate action. I have come to realize more and more, I think being black is horrible. Like, I'm not super sure, because I'm not black, but it seems awful. Mm. It, I'm trying to be more empathetic about that. I would, yeah, it does sound to be awful. That, so that, that's if, proving, like that comedian says, that being gay cannot be a choice. Yeah. Right. Because what black guy would choose to be gay <laughs> also? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in a lot of places in this country, they are at a greater level of risk. Yeah. And she put him at, she put his life at, in danger. Also, you wake up in the morning and go, wow, there's a lot of millions Millions of people who just hate me because of the way I look. Yep. Right. It's weird. And you just add to that the idea of, am I going to get shot because I'm jogging down the street? I've been trying to get in my exercise. Mm. Am I, you know, am I going to get <laughs> choked to death when selling Lucy's? Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Well, that's taking up 30 minutes of the show. What else? Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, am I going to be arrested at, what is it, three times the rate of, of white kids for smoking pot? Oh, that's not even a question. You just, you know, yes. Yeah. Are you yes, going to spend are. jail time 10 times as much as a white kid for smoking pot? Yes, all those things are true. All right, you fucking honkies. Take it easy. All right. We all know it's. <laughs> all right. I'm going to move on to the next story. I don't know if anybody saw this documentary. Actually, the documentary, I'm not even sure if it's been released. Uh, AKA Jane Rowe mm. is. The FX documentary I'm talking about, um, the, and the reason I, I really want to mention it is the woman who was Jane Roe, Norma McCorvey, apparently on her, on her deathbed where they filmed the, uh, they, her interview and like the final 20 minutes of it, she, as the article says, delivers a blow to conservatives who have weaponized the story of Jane Roe because the story that has been propagated by conservatives for, I don't know, the last 20 years or so is that Jane Roe doesn't – she's against abortion. She's a pro-lifer and she has been very vocal about being pro-life for quite a long time. Well, apparently on her deathbed, she confided into this uh, – the people doing the documentary that, um, yeah, she was being paid to do that. Yep. She said that she herself is a complete sellout. Uh, she was asked if they were using her and she was like, I willingly took the money. So we're kind of using each other. Um, get the fuck out of here. How is this not the biggest news ever? Yeah. Yeah. I was curious about that as well. So yeah, the woman who was Jane Roe, who the Republicans have constantly for the last decades have said, well, she's pro-life now. So, you know, she, she we should overturn mind. this. Yeah. She, she was, she was being paid to be pro-life because she, she needed the money. Did she say who paid her? Evangelicals. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she says who specifically. <sighs> wow. I don't I don't remember seeing the article. Um a couple of them are denying uh like Shank, 
uh, Reverend Schenk was uh, one of the people. He says that she was. Uh, he he says that it was a complete uh, fabrication that she was not being paid. Um, that the documentary was exploiting her weakness on on her deathbed. But um, <laughs> from from the clips I've seen, I don't think that's the case. I think she just wanted to to come clean. I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased. So thanks for doing it 40 years later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, she, I mean, she was homeless at the time. She was homeless when she tried to get an abortion because she was homeless. She didn't feel that bringing a child into the world at that time was a good idea, and she was right, but she was also desperate for money, so. Wait, wait, wait. But she's the pro-life person. She- She pretended to be. She pretended to be. Yeah, at the time, she she is the one that was trying to get an abortion in Texas, and she couldn't, so she was the, the case that went Roe v. Wade, and then she changed her mind- well, she didn't change her mind. Turns out, um, yeah, it was right. it was after the, the after the Supreme Court made its ruling on Roe v. Wade. Right. Then the evangelicals said, "Hey, you want to uh, tell a different tale for a whole bunch of money?" And she went, well, "I'm still homeless." Okay. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, I didn't for know. Sure. I didn't know that part of the story. Holy shit! Yeah. Fuck her. I, homeless on the streets, zero money. Don't know where your next meal is coming from. Yep, I find it validating. <laughs> I like Jane Roe. No limit to what I will do for money. <laughs> now, I, I have not watched the show, so I don't have all of the details. Um, I don't even know where it's going to be aired. Uh, apparently, FX. Yeah. It's an FX documentary. So and I absolutely look. disagree with what Ian said. That bitch can fucking <laughs> rot in hell <laughs> for what she I, did. I understand where she's coming from. I totally disagree with Jake. I mean, it's, you know, it's completely selling everything it's selling yourself out yeah but if you're yeah living on the streets i i can understand it i can yeah i mean the part about continuing to do it once you get your feet underneath you all right, right. that's that's a, that's a dick move <laughs> but at the time sure but yeah they over their the documentary found uh documents disclosing at least four hundred and fifty six thousand dollars in benevolent gifts from the anti-abortion movement yeah. wait how much four hundred a half million dollars Ooh. yeah <laughs> Not over a okay. lifetime, but yeah, still yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she sold out. Yeah, she did. Yeah. What I'm shocked about this story, though, is that in all the times I've ever heard about, we need to overturn Roe v. Wade. I've never heard anybody mention that Roe switched over to pro life. Oh, really? Never oh, heard I, that. I, I, I had also heard never heard it till recently. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. Do you listen to so, evangelical, you know, Bible thumping much? Because no, but even like <laughs> you would think everybody on Fox News would be touting this shit. Bring her on, interviewing her. That's true. I think I have only heard it in like personal arguments. I don't think I've ever heard the mainstream conservative news. Yeah, yeah. Music. I feel like they 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 missed an opportunity, a five hundred thousand dollar opportunity <laughs> to make her more of a pro life poster child. They did, they did not get their money's worth, as far as I'm concerned. Nope. It's a good point. So in that so in that sense, good on her for ripping them off. But fuck you, really, go fuck yourself. You, you no moral heavens, bitch. Uh, I don't say she's more or less, but money, mm -hmm. yeah, and that much money, man. Yeah, it's a ton I, of I money. I can't. It's hard. It's hard. I will. Yeah, I mean, you give me five hundred thousand dollars, I will scream down a black man in Central Park and tell the cops to help me. Well, let, let's play the button game, Ian. Yeah, uh, like that movie where the guy comes to the house and says, if you touch this button, I'll give you like five million dollars. But somewhere a random person you don't know is going to die. I don't know. 
You don't know the person? Can I push it multiple times and get multiple millions? <laughs> oh, you cold-hearted motherfucker. <laughs> Did you just say five million dollars? Yeah. Have you met me? Do you know how poor I am? I. What if, you the, know? what if he said 10,000 people will die? That I don't know? That you don't know. Yeah. Well, no, no it's 10,000 random, random people. So it could Ooh, be someone random. Here. No, random now. Now you're making me anxious. What about okay. 100,000 people in retirement homes across the country? <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be the president. Right. <laughs> yep. I'm glad you I'm glad you went there because I was going to if you didn't. Because that's exactly what he wants. That's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> All right. There's an article in Politico. Let's move over to coronavirus again, because that's what all the kids are talking about. <laughs> There's an article in Politico that talks about anti-vax skeptics, how they uh, could really threaten Europe. It has a picture of a guy holding up a sign that says, Bill Gates is a, well, the sign says physcopath. <laughs> I think it means psychopath. Uh, who has killed millions in India and Africa. He must be brought before the courts along with the World Health Organization. That's a, like a level of stupid that you didn't know existed. a really lengthy sign. <laughs> and again, was this theory about Bill Gates being a killer around for a while? Because I am just hearing about this now that he's killed so many people. <laughs> I, I've never heard of it until the whole coronavirus thing. Neither have I. I mean, he's tagging us evidently. What? I mean, you've got Bill Gates who who has sold so many computers and and operating Software. systems, and you think that he has to use a vaccine in order to track you? Like you all have yeah, phones. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All you have to do, all he has to do, is have Microsoft put out an app that automatically that everyone would like for you know whatever reason. Boom, he can track you. Like the whole, he's going to implant nanotechnology into a vaccine. It's just, it's yeah. totally insane. Oh, he yeah, these, are, these are all Apple users. If if Bill, <laughs> if Bill Gates was actually in control of things, we'd all be listening to Zunes, and mm. we're not. That died off. Man, they were a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> it it is funny that whenever someone tries to take over the world, they really try to do it the most convoluted, hard-ass way. Right. They never use what's at, at their disposal or the easiest way to do it. It's I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna make up a virus, yeah. <laughs> right? Then a vaccine, then a chip. <laughs> all you, all, I mean, it's, it's really, really simple. All you need to do is come up with a a a really cool game or an app that gives you free stuff. And the only thing you need to do is turn on your notif your your location. It's all you have to do to get this free stuff. Half this country would do it. More than half. Yeah, yeah. Did didn't anybody see the Kingsman? No. Actually, yeah, those movies were great. Way right? better than they should have been. <laughs> Is it, isn't that uh, uh, Samuel Jackson's plot? He gives you free Wi-Fi if you use yeah. this app, and, hmm. and then he takes over the world. Do that, Bill Gates. <laughs> yep. Stop with this slow-ass crawl of taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a, a such a long game and an expensive one, too. There's way better ways of doing it. <laughs> so the major problem with these people is the, the anti-vax sentimentality. The mm. Because apparently a fifth of the Swiss respondents to this poll, 18% of those in France, a 16% in Austria, 9% in Germany, said that they would not get a vaccine even if it were available for COVID-19. You need 60 to 70 percent of people to have to herd immunity. You have to have the, that number of people either have had it or have a vaccine that works. So 
it's really when you have this level of anti-vax, it puts it puts everybody at risk still. Like you're not going to reach herd immunity with that level of numbers. It's really kind of scary. What's that percentage in America? It's probably sixty percent won't take the vaccine. Um, I, I, there was a number in the news not that long ago. It was like twenty percent, something like that. Twenty thirty percent. So yeah, we're going low. We're right, yeah, we're right on the edge. I knew I knew we would have more. <laughs> We're the best. Mm-hmm. America is the best. We're number one. I think a lot of people in um, the, the crowds of, of their peers won't take it. But when they're in the doctor's office and the doctor says, no, really, you need to take this because otherwise it's going to kill you. They'll, they'll roll up their sleeve and they'll do it. They won't tell anybody, but they'll do it. They'll close their eyes and put out both arms and be like, okay, put the chip in my left one. Put the vaccine <laughs> in my right one. And actually like, you're a fucking idiot. Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of this is just, you know, external bullshit. Also, I hate to break it to these people, but you're carrying around that chip in your fucking pocket all day. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to Trump and his uh, talking about the vaccine. Um, There's an article. Wait, wait, Uh are you talking about that actual retard Donald Trump, who's our president? (laughs) (laughs) If I could quote quote one Ann Coulter. Right. Did she say that? Oh, yeah, she did. Wow. I missed that. That You missed that? I totally missed that. It's fucking great. Sorry, Ray. We'll talk about it whenever we have a chance, but it's fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if which way I want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> so where where was this? I heard uh, just a little bit about it, but I didn't get it on. All news right. Feed. So, so go ahead. The, the, the story unfolds like such. The president has been blasting one Mr. Jefferson Borgard Sessions mm-hmm. on Twitter for being a disloyal. <laughs> Coward because he did uh, recuse himself from the Russia investigation. So he is backing Tommy Tuberville for Alabama Senate. Uh, I think we've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. Um, we still can't figure out why Jeff Sessions just doesn't fucking retire, but he wants to be back in the mix. But he pissed off Daddy Trump, and Daddy Trump is now going for Tommy Tuberville. Now, Ann Coulter hates brown people, mm. and Jeff Sessions hates brown people. So she is really pissed off that he is shitting on Sessions because she wants Sessions back in the Senate. And she's really mad that Trump didn't build the wall and all the shit like that. So she blasted him on there and said that he and and said in a tweet, our president, an actual retard <laughs> in the in the Oval Office, went on the blasted him all over, but actually said actual retard. Yeah, well, the mo- the most disloyal actual retard yeah. that has ever <laughs> set foot in the Oval Office. Wow. Oh, yeah, there it is, right. Yeah. And just basically went on and on and on about how he is the reason that there was a, you know, she kept bringing up the Lester Holt interview and shit like that. And then uh, she doubled down on that. She went on a radio interview and just talked about what a moron he is and all this shit like that. <laughs> and this is a woman who wrote a book called In Trump We Trust. Yeah. I, th- I think the president did say something. I don't know. He's still going on about Sessions, but... And this was brought up and some news source that I saw about it that they're like, say what you will about Ann Coulter, but she might not be lying about her hatred for immigrants. <laughs> she is consistent in her hatred. Yes. Well, in the sense that like anybody else would just kowtow to Trump just to stay in the limelight, you know, and be like, oh, it doesn't matter. He's doing, you know, whatever. But she really, really fucking hates them so much that she's just like, nope, I'm going to shit on him, too. You know, like, so maybe she's not a liar. Uh, she's a horrific person, but all right. I'll right, give you maybe yeah. not a liar. 
I'm not saying it's a great quality, but I mean, well, I mean, when you look at like people like Lindsey Graham or, you know, mm. Lindsey Graham, who said like, who compared Trump to Mussolini. Yeah. And now, not you know, his carries, it, carries his water for him everywhere. You know, it's amazing. But it's just, it, it's such a shit show amongst all of them. I'm, I was really surprised about Ann Coulter. I mean, all of the Republicans, all the people that supported Trump seem to be, you know, just completely in step. And then for her to come out and say the things, I mean, she used some words that, you know, you can't take back. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's really surprising. So did Lindsey so, Graham, though, uh, in the past. And then he just, you know, right. flipped over. You can and, take them back. That's the thing. Yeah. Can you not take them back? Can Trump come out and say that... Your father tried to kill JFK, and your wife is one of the ugliest women he's ever seen, and then you turn around and kiss his ass because you're a little bitch? Right. Yes, yeah. that can absolutely happen. Well, uh, he- But I'm with Ray. I like that I've seen nothing but a solid united front on the right for, you know, three straight years now in every issue. And I don't know. I know in the tweet she seems like – it seems like people are starting to adjust to the possibility – that not only can Trump lose, but he might get beaten severely. Mm. And they're worried that to hang on to Trump and risk losing the Senate is worse than losing Trump. Well, this one, yeah, this one tweet kind of nails that. GOP's, from Ann Coulter, GOP is poised to lose Senate seats in Colorado, Montana, possibly North Carolina, and Maine. The one Senate seat Republicans could possibly flip is Alabama, and Trump is trying to destroy that, get ready for hell. So yeah, she is setting up the blame Trump cabal. But you you have to understand something with Ann Coulter. She's not in the same camp, as far as I'm concerned, as Lindsey Graham or Ted Cruz, because she she doesn't rely on... Yeah, She doesn't need to get reelected. She's always going to have work. No matter who's president, she will find a way to make a dollar. For sure. Right, so so you know, she is, yeah, more 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 able to to speak whatever she is feeling. But yeah, that's what she said in the original tweet. She said what he is going to do in El- in Alabama is going to be Roy Moore two point mm. well, well, we can only hope. <laughs> yeah, there's but you see, like it's like it's and here's where I don't understand because like there's that the my office manager is a Republican told me that she read an, an Ann Coulter book when she was sixteen and it changed her views and everything, mm. and she supports Trump. So I'm I'm curious to ask her. Well, now that Anne's off the Trump train, where are you? You know, type of shit. Not to mention all the Lincoln group shit going out there. Mm. Yeah, the Lincoln Project. Yeah, I'm sorry, your Lincoln Project. Yeah. Yeah, they I seem mean, nice. They are putting out some rock solid commercials. <laughs> yes, they, they really are. are. <laughs> did you see? The, did you see the Biden commercial where the, it's it's Trump golfing and the death toll rising? Yeah. In the background, <laughs> it's crazy. pretty brutal and effective. All right, so the thing that I was going to talk about on Trump. Uh, there's an article on Washington Post predicting how Trump is going to react to the vaccine or the fact that the vaccine isn't likely to uh, happen until after the election. So it basically says for the next few months, he's going to insist that the vaccine will deliver us from the pandemic. And then when it comes close to November, he's going to make an abrupt shift and say that the lack of vaccine will become part of a, a, a attack on science and expertise in general, an argument that casts scientists and public health experts as the villains in, you know, his made-up story. And then if he loses, or when he loses, we can hope, a vac- and a vaccine becomes available, he will become a, or continue to be a leader mm. in the anti-vax movement within the country. Because he's really setting himself up for it. 
Sure. That's really too much strategy from this man. <laughs> I don't know that it's really strategy. I think it's more just like, nah, based on what he's done, this is what we see him doing, just based on his, you know, personality and like I don't think it is much in the way of strategy. I don't think he realizes that there is no chance of there being a vaccine before the election. Well, even if we get a good candidate, you can't make it fast enough. Right. So you can't get three hundred million doses by November. Yeah. Even yeah. Even the the there's that one company that's supposedly on the fast track. Even they're like it's after December. Yeah. So you're so they're saying that his ploy is going to be okay. We're working on a vaccine and it's going to save us. And I'm going to have it ready. And then a month before the election, he's going to go anti-vax. Well, he's going to blame the scientists and and health experts for not having a cure. Right. Not being able to deliver on his promise, and it will be their fault because he can't accept that. Well, he was well, wrong, we know he's so. we know he's not going to take the blame for right. it. No. no. Yeah. I'm wondering what's going to happen when there are some vaccines available, but there are not 300 million vaccines available. I mean, the coming class war, it may not last years, but I mean, we're not going to get it first. Who's going to get it first? All the How rich much people. is it going to cost? Wait, the vaccine won't last years or the coming class war won't last years? Uh, well, well, I don't know. <laughs> the, it w- I was going to say. <laughs> the, the, yeah, true. All right. So it's going to take time to spin up 300 million vaccines, but there are going to be some available End of this year, beginning of next year, something like that. Well, it really, it really depends, though, because now you have multiple companies that are coming up with perspectives. I mean, it depends on which pharmaceutical company comes up with something that you know they say is is actually going to work. Is it Merck? Then it's going to be way too expensive for most people. It, you know, it really depends on who has the viable vaccine right. as to how expensive it's going to be and how readily it's going to be available. Because Trump isn't going to fund it. No, the, he's the certainly Trump not going to regulate it. No. Yeah, he. I mean, I guess you could, in theory, there could be a the Congress could come out with some sort of funding to to get the vaccine, you know, across the board. But man, really, with with McConnell, yeah, yeah, absolutely, they won't. That's literally the, <laughs> like the core of their job is to take care of the people, right? And but, they yeah. won't. Yeah. Well, they're going to leave it up to you know the capitalists. Free market. Free market, exactly. So it'll be, it'll be the businesses. And the, business will go, well, the businesses will go, well, you're only letting us charge, you know, $10, and it costs us 17 so we're not going to, or whatever the numbers are. But, I mean, there are going to be – I'm afraid that there is going to be a situation where a, you know, percentage of the population is going to get the vaccine, and the, the dirty 95% are not going to get it. Yes. Well, that is – see, that seems to me like a big risk. Yeah. But- because there's a lot more of us. Right, but we do... We are well We are tamped. ineffective. Yes. We are ineffective we and are. we are well tamped down. Oh, yeah. we are not, but we're important to the economy. And if we're dying off or people are not going out and not spending shit, they oh, better yeah, get this. We're, we're a very usable commodity. Yeah. but Human capital. We are, we are hard to rally because of the other distractions. Mm. Like the division between Democrats and Republicans, totally, totally a misdirect. The only real division in this country is the 1% of the rich that rule the other 99% of us. And they keep us distracted with bullshit like Democrat and Republican and, uh, you know, Coke or Pepsi, whatever. Whatever you want to keep people fighting about abortion or not abortion, it's all fucking to keep the poor people quiet Mm -hmm. and to keep them, to keep utilizing them as a resource. Because for some reason, the poor people in the United States do not see themselves as poor people. They do not see themselves as wage slaves. They see themselves as 
<laughs> temporarily <laughs> inconvenienced millionaires tomorrow. Right. Yeah, I never got that. I don't either. It's stupefying. <laughs> Yeah, I never, like, never in my life I might be like, oh, just one day I'm going to be, I'm like, one day? What? I better come up with a good fucking idea if I want to be a fucking millionaire. Yeah, if I just work harder and pull myself up by straps, I'll be able to start in the mailroom and work my way up to CEO of the company hmm. just like my grandfather did. That is fucking fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely false. I mean, it Every- does happen, but it's. Not anymore. There's only, there can only be one CEO. Right. <laughs> That's why lottery tickets are so popular. It's an instant way to get there. Yeah. Oh, shit. If you're banking on that, then I guess, yeah, yeah one day, right. man. People do. People spend, you know, hard-earned dollars that they can't afford yeah. buying lottery tickets. Just keep scratching. Yep. And and they will joke about how it's a poor tax. Yeah. While yeah. scratching off the lottery tickets they just paid so much for. The only reason I, I go into the pool when the numbers start getting big is because I don't want to be left behind. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a pool of, you know, 100 tickets, that's a it's a better shot. And I'll give you a dollar for that. But I'm not going in there and buying my own. That's just dumb. I don't not know. Daily. Wonder... There are people who buy that right. shit daily. Yeah, daily. Right. I was going to say, there's got to there's gotta be, again, a middle ground where where things can be met. Like, you know, I've squandered $2 on much less than a lottery ticket. Sure, yeah. But you don't do it, you know, $10 every day. No, I'm not going to, you know, at the end of every day, say, you know, give me five $20 scratchers and keep my fingers crossed and then, you know, try again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. If you walk, if you walk into a convenience store and go to the clerk, give me my numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, you, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since, <laughs> since it was a holiday weekend. Memorial Day. I got to throw this one in here for any veteran or or current uh, service member who is a fan of Trump. Why? You have to explain to me why. Mm. Because on Memorial Day, Trump came out with a tweet to bash Connor Lamb, who is a Marine Corps vet, and he called Connor a puppet for crazy Nancy Pelosi. I want to point out, as this article does, Connor Lamb was only one of 15 Democrats who did not vote for her to become speaker. But because he's got a D behind his name, Trump no, is targeted. No, because he voted him. he voted for impeachment. Sure. Yes. Right. That is true. Did, well, he's one of our representatives, isn't he? Somewhat. He's, he's in Pennsylvania. He took that Correct. contested district out by Pittsburgh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like I said, he's a Marine Corps vet, and it was on Memorial Day that Trump decided to tweet this out, saying that he was a puppet to Nancy Pelosi and was uh, an American American fraud. Mm. Now, in Trump's defense, (laughs) and this is thin, on Memorial Day, we remember the people that were killed in the service of the military. Memorial Day is not Veterans Day. Connor Lamb is free game. He is perfectly live (laughs) and well. Uh, The standing rule is, Ian, you cannot talk shit about any military person, ever. That is the standing doesn't matter the, uh, What about war doesn't crimes guy? The, doesn't matter the day. <laughs> I thought we were kind of down on war crimes guy a couple months back. The guy who got pardoned by Trump? Oh, we are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fair game for, for, for us. Well, I'm just saying. Mm. The, the, the Memorial Day Veterans Day. Mm. Just trying to draw a little distinction. <laughs> but I'm with Ray. I do not understand how you, how servicemen can no. back. I mean, shit, after the John McCain shit, oh, I was yeah. shocked. But I guess once you cross that bridge, saying a little bit shit about Connor Lamb's not going to make a difference. Yeah, I, right. I mean, right. Yeah, well, consequence-wise, no. He, he's. He, I mean, 
other than the fact that Trump presence in the media and on social media is a semi fascinating, like kind of exploration into a dark, corrupt soul, mm. like everything he does is bad. <laughs> other, yes. other than that little bit, like like this, this Joe Scarborough is oh. a murderer. Oh, my God. I was just thinking that when you said that. It's it's it, I mean, I feel like that's a, a like a special level of Trump just again with his just consequence free. Just well, you know what the next step is, though, on that terrorism of people. But <laughs> Barr's going to be knocking on his door. Yes, he is. Yeah, I I give it 80 percent chance that the, the Department of Justice is going to is going to open up an investigation. 100 percent. Yes. But can they? It's not a federal crime. What he did. What happened? Is it? Oh, he didn't do anything. So, No. Well, yeah, but, but, but even what he's been, what he's being accused of is not a federal crime, right? You could investigate um, in lieu of um, local and state police not investigating. Mm. Oh, right. And besides, they'll just you're using air quotes. You can't see me. Look into it. Yeah, and make a recommendation to somebody else to do something. But just that is going to be highly disruptive and so wrong, especially to the person's family who has said. Please, who tweeted please to him, do not do this. Please stop. Yeah. Or to poor Joe Scarborough. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. But it, it, what amazes me, though, is that, like, all these other people who back him just cannot go – don't look at this and go, boy, this could go horribly wrong for me <laughs> if I say the wrong thing. Like, maybe we should put a stop to this. This is insanity. You know? I mean, a president uh, just spouting out going, hey, you know – so-and-so might have murdered somebody. I don't know. I heard that. <laughs> and then shit actually happens? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, how, how far are they going to let this go? Well, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you've I, been exploring that on your own, and you, 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 you know that it's unlimited. You're right. Because you Anything know, you're right. they hear in opposition is fake. Because I was just thinking today, I'm like, it's been four fucking years of this shit. Doesn't it just feel like he just got elected? <laughs> or it's a decade <laughs> ago. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> Between like, between Trump and the, uh, the the quarantine, I have no idea how long anything's been. It's like I have to do math. It's <laughs> well, right. I mean, May of 2016. Were we not talking about this shitbag back then? Yeah, yeah. How long have we been doing this show? <laughs> I don't know. How many weeks is 196 episodes? <laughs> 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> All I can remember is we started pre-Trump era. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We we did like. 10 shows about religion and then Trump got elected and everything went sour. <laughs> True story. So I want to mention this in Kentucky onto some state news. Kentucky, they had a protest, supposedly a Second Amendment protest. It was supposed to be a Patriot Day Second Amendment rally and somehow hanging an effigy of the uh, governor of the state outside of the, uh, I don't know what it's called, the... Capitol building? Outside the Capitol. Apparently that's acceptable, except it's not in any way. Oh, it's in front of the mansion where he lives. Oh, out in front of the, where he lives. Oh, oh okay. even better. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, dummies. again, it's, it's again, just to, to clarify, is it, are we asking, is it acceptable or is it illegal? It, 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 it seems extreme and unacceptable. I don't know that it's particularly illegal. In a crazy twist, I can't believe that Mitch McConnell came out and spoke against those people. No. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like, what? <laughs> now, technically, I, I think you're right. I don't think it is illegal. 
But, no, it's not illegal. No, I don't think no, so. No, go nuts, guys. That's fine. Shame on you for being such bad people, but... Now, one thing that I did learn, and I, I don't remember who posted this in Discord, but uh, uh, we I did just find out that uh, the guy who actually hung the effigy uh, has also lost his job. That's I was just about to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. Consequences, yes. It's not illegal, but there are consequences for being a douchebag. And one of those things is the company that you work for does no longer wish to be associated with you. Reading this article, I found very interesting because the guy who – there was uh, the photographer who was there, uh, African-American, and he saw this happening and was like, wait, wait, is this happening? Like, mm. what? It's going – and then suddenly got really scared because it's a lynching. It's a fake lynching, but it's a lynching. And the symbolism for an African-American in this co- – or an African-American is, yeah, a little harsh. <laughs> yeah, way more than a little. Yeah. I can't – I, I'm shocked because some planning had to go into this. Sure. And yeah. not one moment did, did one of these dummies go, eh, this is probably not a great idea. <laughs> well, like, funnily enough. They probably went, it's the best idea. <laughs> yeah. How did I never? And when you tell me that he got fired, I'm like, I feel like there's probably other reasons he could have got fired before this <laughs> if he was willing to do this. <laughs> Interesting. And this is all over This is all over the lockdown? Uh, yes. yes. Well, oh, my God. God, it's Second Amendment protests. For some reason, there I don't I don't understand this. If somebody can explain it, they'll be helpful. I don't get the connection between the Second Amendment and wearing a mask so you don't catch or spread a virus. I don't get that connection. I'm not really sure. Apparently, the people who actually hung the effigy were Kentucky Three Percenters, which is an anti-government pro-gun group that uh, Southern Poverty Law Center identifies as a right-wing militia movement. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we, we we explored them briefly a few weeks back. They were up to other similar things. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I feel like I'm because I'm with Jared. I you would think somewhere a lot like you can't be like purely adrenaline driven from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. There has to be some time to reflect and think when you're going to make these choices that you make. Mm. And no one thinks like, oh, if I do this. I wonder if there's any possible consequences. What happened to Tiki Torch Guy at the Charlottesville protest? <laughs> I'm sure it turned out great for him, right? Mm. I should go forward with this. Yeah, he went to CPAC and got a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I thought he got fired and got... Oh, I'm sure, he got, I'm sure he got fired, but then he went to CPAC. I was watching a documentary about this woman who went to CPAC, and she started interviewing this 18-year-old girl, and she's like, oh, I met that guy. The Tiki Torch guy is here. He's really nice and misunderstood. Understood. No. <laughs> so I don't know, but you. But I mean, either, I don't. Know, just there's got to be a so fucking. How does this guy operate in real life? If he thought this was a good idea, I, I, he actually leaned over to another person as people were breaking up and said, "Hey, stick around. We're going to hang an effigy." Like he said it positively. Like, hey, you know, you should stick around. This will be fun. <sighs> and yet, new to See, do that- it at the end. When people were leaving. Right. That, that puts my heart at ease. <laughs> that tells me that Amy Cooper is set. <laughs> She's set. She's going to go to, uh, you know, whatever right-wing convention opens up way too early this summer. She'll meet a wealthy husband. <laughs> He'll have a much nicer dog. She's good. 
Or maybe she'll go homeless and then some right-wing <laughs> fucking uh, conservative religious group will pay her monies to be pro-life. There you go. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she'll get sold into <laughs> into sex slavery. I don't know. Her <laughs> life could take a horrible turn. But I'm thinking <laughs> these people who face these consequences working out okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did find – I found one thing hopeful and that the effigy was actually cut down by Tony Wheatley of the Constitutional Kentucky, the leader of a different group that was in attendance. He said it was not. Uh, he was very upset about the act, and that some of the three percenters tried to distance themselves from it afterwards. So not all of the jackasses that were, you know, doing Second Amendment protests are that much of a jackass. <laughs> and again, if if I was a fucking nut about the Second Amendment, and I'm just saying, like, it's me. I'm the same person I am of the same intelligence. I just got a super hard on for the Second Amendment. I would go, man. If I started hanging effigies of the fucking governor of my state to support my Second Amendment right. Who in their right mind would want to stick a gun in my fucking hand? Yeah. Like it's a it's so, a roundabout threatening act. Yes. You know what? I'm suddenly for eugenics. <laughs> Just right now I'm all in for right. it. Like we, we gotta weed this dumbness out of our fucking culture. <laughs> that and come on. I gotta say, Karen, it's it's not roundabout. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Ray is a very reasonable man and one of my closest friends. And very pro-Second Amendment. He does not march around with a semi-automatic weapon to let people know that that's how he feels. The reason these dummies do that is to threaten you. Straight up. They say, I have a gun. You listen to my fucking off-the-wall shit or you get shot. Mm. These people are pieces of shit that have just absolutely no sense about them. And are the people who don't need to have guns. Yeah, very true. They're the people that I should have a gun to protect myself against. Also, quick question. Has Maybe the governor, that's their plan. Has the, has the governor <laughs> taken their guns? No. No. What are they fucking bitching about then? <laughs> because they're scared, scared, right. and small little people. No, they want to shoot somebody. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, yeah but they're I, just I, looking for fucking, I mean, all those people, Obama want to take our guns. Well, why didn't he? What was he waiting for? Well, that father and son down in Georgia we talked about last week and probably the week before are the perfect oh. example. They had automatic weapons and they were just waiting for some black guy to come jogging through their neighborhood that was somebody that they could stop and kill. And they ginned up an excuse to do it. So you're right. And, right. and, and did those guys think that they were not going to go to jail? Of course they not. almost didn't. Yeah. They almost got away with it. Except for those rascally Wait. kids. Wait, what, <laughs> exactly. ha- what happened? It was well, the, two the local authorities ignored it for several weeks until it, the, the video got put on the social media. If it oh. wasn't for that, you know, for the social media aspect of it, that it would have completely been swept under the rug. Because he was an ex-police officer in that town. But wait a Nothing minute. Nothing was going to happen. If I'm walking down the street and I see a guy trying to steal a woman's purse. You cannot shoot him. Right. I'm just saying, I can't walk up to him and shoot him in the fucking temple, right? Correct. Right. Okay. So it doesn't matter what crime they're committing. Uh, now, yes. Yes. You- I feel like I feel like deadly force is proportional. Yes. It needs to be proportional. Good word. From, a, uh, from the story they, they had, he had been casing the place looking to steal. And they thought, oh, and then, but it was in, they were struggling for a gun and that's why he got shot. They weren't yeah, really they were, struggling. They, were struggling. they pulled guns on him and I think he tried to defend himself. Yeah. And what did they think? They were going to get medals? Keys to the city? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're gonna, yes. The president said they're they gonna, would. They're, they're going to hail us as heroes, Jim Bob. We're going to get medals. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Down in Georgia? Yeah. That was a black man. And the, Karen's right. The the, guy, the father was 
a um, sheriff? Nope, I'm almost. He wasn't an actual. No, I don't think so. I thought he was. Um, what do you call it when someone works for the police? A constable? Nope, nope, nope. I don't think he was. He was. A, he was not elected. He was not an actual law officer. He was a consultant of some oh. variety. That's the word I'm looking okay. for. I believe. Really? Because I've way, seen the pictures of those guys. That one. The father was a fucking consultant. Uh, I believe so. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but he did. In he worked with the DA's office or with with law enforcement in Georgia in some way. And uh, yeah, I mean that that's just. Again, that's just a symptom of of the police to some degree. The police's job is to protect property, not people. They don't give a shit about people. Not anymore. No. Yeah. Especially not black people. No. Jesus. Yeah. Police exist to protect property. Yeah. I agree. Sadly. But again, you really... <laughs> you think after that guy was on the ground dying, they were like, medals. We're getting medals. <laughs> not, oh, fuck, we're going to jail. No, I, I, even if not medals, I think they were like, we just we just helped out this community. Mm. We did it, son. No. And the guy with his, the, the knee on the neck of that guy. Yeah, that was probably act. Well, hopefully the media doesn't get a hold of this. We'll be all right if they don't. Oh, boy. Well, that's like, did you ever see the one where they uh, they choked out the schizophrenic patient who was off his meds and they're trying to get home? And while he's laying there dead, they're like joking around like hey you better not be dead walter mm. or whatever and this and that and they're like and then like the ant show up and they're like you know this motherfucker's dead yeah and the guy's like oh shit yeah. <laughs> and it was it's another situation where he's like i can't breathe and they're like ah eh, shut the fuck up yeah. hmm. that's Crazy. usually something you you yell out when the p- police are just arresting you i can't breathe yeah <laughs> i get them to back off uh, so a few stories real quick to uh, to try and finish up. Uh, I wanted to mention in Florida, the architect and manager of Florida's uh, COVID-19 dashboard was let go. I don't know all, all the details, but she is no longer in charge of the dashboard. Apparently, according to her, she was asked to fudge the numbers slightly so that uh, Florida looked better than than, you know, it actually is. And she was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So they took her off of it and put somebody else in charge. And uh, she posted a warning saying, hey, you may not be able to trust those numbers anymore. Mm. So, yeah, just thought I'd mention that. Well, I'm wondering how much of that is going on. I suspect it's quite a lot because Trump has been um, talking about periodically about how the numbers are too high. Yeah, where he was all like, if you do more tests, we're going to get more cases. But not just that. He's making accusations that um, people that um, would have otherwise died are being counted as COVID patients. He's spinning up the machine to say that, you know, not as many people have died of this that have died of this. Meanwhile, the counts are probably low. So he's, you know, he's saying the opposite of, of the of reality. And there's, there's oh. yeah, there's going to be a big campaign during this summer. You know, to you know, get the economy back up so he can get reelected in November, except that it's all bullshit. Again, I don't know how this is not one of the biggest stories ever. How did, why didn't this woman call CNN? I, she probably I, she might have been on. Who knows? I mean, I've, uh, I've seen this story in a couple places. Right. right now. So here's here's some things, at least my opinion on some things. Uh, one, it is a very, very, very tiny minority with that reporting, but you know, uh, Trump's claim is not false. If I, if it's unrelated, if, if, if you are in a car accident and you need urgent care and there's no one there at the hospital that can help you because they're helping people 
with COVID-19 mm-hmm. and they don't have the resources for you anymore and you die, they count that as a COVID-19 death. Do they? Yes, it does not have to be directly caused by COVID-19 for them to count it as a COVID-19 Now, it death. depends. It, well, you're not wrong, but it depends on correct. who's counting the numbers. In, right. Uh, it's inconsistent. Uh, Cuomo specifically was very clear in the fact of putting out different sets of numbers. Um, and he was very clear about the fact that they would not be adding those numbers together because they were from different sources. Direct COVID-19 caused because of you know we think it's COVID-19 right. or you know right and th- there there can definitely be you know some clarification but i mean that's it's it's not you know common it's not the mainstream but yeah or if i contract COVID-19 and an air conditioner falls on my head and kills me that's a COVID-19 death now that shouldn't be counted <laughs> and it is it absolutely is well but I mean, but that i feel is not the majority in any way i would say that that is you know Less than a percent, you know. Right. But, you know, it's still being counted. And you can take that information and, you know, use that to, you know, conflate that with other misinformation. And you can present it the way that Trump presented it. Mm. Um, But even more importantly, I think, than his reelection, Trump needs to keep the numbers down to get the economy reopened. Again, I know it's been four very, very long years. (laughs) I don't. Other than, you know, hoaxes and hating people. And I don't think that changes anything. I still don't think he knows that he's the president of the United States. He is a hotel owner mm. and a member of the hospitality industry. He needs to have that industry recover because that's who he is. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. But, but also, his he doesn't – if this was a, him getting elected meant he had no power but he just won something, he would fight just as hard. Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, this is a guy who can't even say he, po- he tested negative. Yeah. For the coronavirus. <laughs> that was he amazing. Couldn't, he couldn't even utter that. Right. Because it's negative. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tested completely and positive in a positive way. What? Wait, what? <laughs> meaning, meaning. And by, and by that, I mean negative, but I tested positively negative. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, just something like that. It was a great test. It was beautiful. And it was, he did something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. But, I, but I think I, Ian's point I, is I, valid, though. I think that, yeah, he only is thinking about his. Um, family business, right. right? But I think that the the scenario where Ian said, "If you die, if you in a car accident and you go there and you die because all the resources are on COVID at the time," I feel like that should be counted. I mean, in a separate block and be like, "Here is a death due to this." I, I think the the instances of that happening are uh, there are not any hospitals that are at that state currently, and I think oh, I'm sure, but there were only I mean, right, a couple in New York for a, a you know, a reasonably short period of time that were in that kind of state. They're still correct. And way I, overloaded. Yeah, maybe, maybe there was, yeah. And again, not just here, but, you know, in Italy and mm. other places where at the at the start, at the at the highest point of the pandemic, sure. you know, things were, were out of control, and, and, you know, that contributed to a marginal part of the counting, sure. but it is by no means, again, that's that's just it's the nugget of truth behind the lie, right? Right, and it's 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 the 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 if there's any shred of support for the otherwise nonsense that Trump and his fanboys are spouting, you know they can they can take that to the next level. Like, has there ever in the history mm-hmm. of voting been any amount of voter fraud caused by voting for mail? Possibly, we don't know of any, but you know, again. A fraction of of less than one percent. That's that. Then it's true. Right. All <laughs> voting 
by mail, completely fraudulent. Well, you, except for the republic, if for the Republican votes, sure. those are all legit. Right. Well, you remember that the, after the election, even though he won, he still spun up a uh, election fraud um, task force. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that came up with nothing, <laughs> and just quietly went away. Because it, yeah. sure, it happens every once in a while, but it is so minuscule. I mean, yeah, yeah. it happened by Trump supporters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we saw it happen in a totally different way in uh, what was that, North Carolina or South Carolina? I think it was the in North Carolina. They had to throw Carolina. out the results because it was yeah. flagrant rigging of the election. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and, I th- and, I, and I think a Republican still won after that. Oh sure. So uh, a couple things real quick to finish up. I did mention the Templeton Prize. Uh, this is an award that is given out. It honors efforts to blur the line between science and religion. The most recent winner was Francis Collins, who is the director of the National Institutes of Health. Uh, He is the 2020 recipient of the Templeton Prize, which is about $1.3 million. Wow. And Wait, it's an actual prize for confusing people? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's a a prize (laughs) that they give to scientists who are absolutely religious oh so okay so it, it it lets them know that they can still celebrate their faith and exactly be honest to science yeah. now i, oh, I do for that. i do want to give this guy credit though francis collins when he was being interviewed because he received this prize he made a point to say it is troubling that in our nation that prides itself on being technologically advanced, the current circumstances, particularly on social media, make it easy for things to spread that are simply not based on facts at all. Hmm. I would particularly urge Christians who believe in God's truth in all things to be sure that they are vetting what they are seeing. So I give them a little bit of sure. credit. Yeah, curiously responsible. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, normally the the... People, the Templeton Prize is not something that I would, uh, someone who I would like in any way. But in this case, good for him. I mean, he actually started the Human Genome Project. Yes. My, my goodness. <laughs> he was responsible for mapping out the, I don't know, how many billion, three billion letters of DNA. Huh. I mean, yeah. that was that was a huge multi-year effort that has reaped, reaped huge benefits. Yeah. See? And a little loss of privacy, but... There's some sort of (laughs) transitional grading in in the crazy... See, I knew it! It's another myth! There's no difference between Christians and atheists. It's only the rich and the poor. Uh (laughs) God damn it! I knew it! Uh, I gotta calm down. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The last thing that I got, and this is under the headline of Fucked Up Stories, uh, this is another device that you missed out on, guys. Sorry. Uh, They're selling... It's a little box... It's got a switch on it and an LED light, so you can turn it on, and it claims it is a 5G BioShield. It, <laughs> it is a USB key with a nano layer that quantum holographic catalyzer technology that balances the harmonization of harmful effects of electrical radiation from 5G. You can get one for 8 or 40 meter radius. How much? How much? So the eight meter, Ooh. the eight meter radius sells for two hundred eighty three pounds. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I don't have the other one in front of me. I had, I thought I had the price in it. It'll be more. Yeah, it'll definitely be more. 
In any case, this is on a website, uh, quackometer.net. They actually did a slideshow of they reverse engineered it, quote unquote reverse engineered. They took a screwdriver to it and took it apart and Mm. saw where the wires are. It is literally a battery switch and LED light. There is a piece of copper tubing in it that has copper wires wrapped around it that aren't actually connected to the battery in any way. That's it. That's what they're selling people. And they claim it protects you from 5G electrical impulses. <laughs> so it's literally a switch that turns on an LED light. Nice. God That's it. That's, That's it. so awesome. <laughs> and what were you saying, Ian? I'm sorry. Oh, that I just can't believe that, that this can exist in actual reality. So I know we've, we've covered a lot, and I've had more to say than usual. But let me just try to bring it home with this. <laughs> I was just watching an episode of a cartoon called Turbo. It's based on a movie about a racing snail, but that is not that relevant to this story. One of the, the, the episode that I watched with my six-year-old son was a shyster grasshopper came by and hustled all the snails out of their tomatoes by selling them a switch, which made an imaginary dome over their garden, which protected them from something that they called salt rain. And they were all like, yes, I need this product. And that's that's what this box is. <laughs> Someone watched an episode of Turbo the Racing Snail and thought, this will work on human people. And it did. To the tune of $250 per. Or I'm, man. 799 pounds for the, the big one. Oh, <laughs> And our brains are just not wired for this shit. You're not evil we've enough. Ta- we've been talking if- about 5G fanatics for months now. How did we not think to exploit that? I have no idea. Jeff, I don't know if any of us sold. Do you know how many need to have been sold for me to feel like this was a successful endeavor? One. One. Right. Yeah. <laughs> One. And the, yeah. One, One covers all your overhead right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then some. Wow. Yeah, it comes uh, with pictures of uh, a, a woman sitting with a bubble around her, and then a bubble outside of a house. That's the forty meter one. If you're going to put, if yeah, you want to protect the, the entire one. family, you know, you got to get the big one. Yeah. Wow. No, I want my family to have ready access to five G. It sounds delightful. Wow. That's just. That's, you're right, man. We all need tattoos. Uh, so apparently, apparently, it's it's apparently it's an act that I'm hiding even from myself. Apparently I'm not a scumbag who would do anything for money (laughs) because I never think of things like this. I never think how can I bilk poor, stupid people out of their money? Mm. Right. Just right now, as we're talking, I'm like, what did we talk about this episode? Where did we not think about this? (laughs) But I don't think we hit anything up because I was also funny today. I was driving home and I was like, how did I not think to like make, protective PPE masks that say MAGA on them three months ago. Mm. How did I not think of this? You go on Etsy. Somebody's thought of it for you. There's a billion of them on there. Masks? I I don't know that I ever saw a MAGA one, but... I never looked for... Well, I never looked for a MAGA mask, but you can get them from the Army, from the Air Force. You can get a mask for (laughs) anything. (laughs) Uh, For those of you listening to the show and not watching it like we are... (laughs) We saw a picture of a mask that says, but her emails. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's all I got. Anybody have anything else? No. No. Negative. All right. That's all we got for this week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for supporting the podcast. For those of you who signed up on Discord, 
uh, on Patreon. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can by signing up on our Patreon page and you get to chat with us as we record. Or uh, if you can't do that, please share on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Again, if you want to contact us, facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet at profanearg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, which we're a member of. Uh, you can find the other shows at soon-to-be-named-network.com. Uh, older shows, archive shows, new shows. Whatever. What kind of shows? Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek shows. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. Tired of pretending